Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode three of the Remnant Podcast. As always, thank you for tuning in. You know, thank you for giving me a moment of your day or night. Um, I really, really appreciate it. And so with that said, I just wanted to discuss something that was on my mind. Um, and I wanted to share it with you guys. So my initial thought process for this podcast and the episodes was to designate a certain day out of the week where I would record and upload each episode um, just so that there could be some continuity with it and, you know, I would be able to set aside a certain time for it and that way, you know, for whoever's listening, you know, you guys could look forward to a specific day not have to worry about when the next episode is dropping, so on and so forth. And so, with that said, um, I believe the last time I uploaded one was maybe about a week ago, week or two ago, I'm not sure exactly what day, but I know that I didn't really stick to that, and... Um, A lot of the reasoning behind that and the main reason is because I fell into a space of laziness, I guess you could say. Um, I would find myself, you know, waking up in the day and I'm, I'm not working right now. So I would wake up and, you know, I would have all the intentions to to record the podcast and upload it, but I would just continue putting it off and and, you know, delaying it and saying, oh, I'll do it later or, you know, I'm not really feeling it today, so maybe I won't do it today. Maybe I'll do it the next day. And I just kept kept coming up with these um, with these excuses as to why I wasn't doing it anymore. And it's funny because yesterday um, someone came to visit us at our house and they they brought up my podcast and they said that, you know, they really enjoyed it and, you know, they were looking forward to listening to the next episode and how it really spoke to them. And I, I wasn't expecting it at all. So it was just really, really awesome to get that feedback, um, especially in person, you know, because you can tell that it's genuine. And so... When that happened, um, it gave me a, a boost of energy and, you know, it brought me out of that place of, you know, comfortability and, and laziness. Um, and so I'm really thankful to that person. Um, I really, really needed that for sure. And so I wanted to discuss it with you all because I'm sure that I'm not the only one that that's happened to. You know, I'm sure that, you know we have all had times where we planned to do something, you know, we set out to accomplish something new or, you know, to change something that we do on a regular basis. And, you know, and in the beginning, we have all this energy, we have all these ideas, and we have all these hopes and desires for it. And we hit the ground running, and we're going full force ahead. But then, after a while, it starts losing its 
its momentum. You know, the, the interest level starts declining little by little. And um, that could happen in our Christian lives as well. You know, um, you know, I, for example, for reading the Bible, um, I had set myself a schedule to read maybe like three chapters a day. And, you know, I would do it. I would do it repeatedly, you know, day after day. I would read my three chapters and read it and read it and read it. And eventually it started to to feel like a chore. And, you know, this is just me being completely honest with you guys. Um, you know, I kind of started to, to lose interest in it. And, and it felt, like I said, more like a chore than anything else. And, um... You know, sometimes I would just make excuses like, oh, you know, like I have to go to work today. Um, I don't feel like getting up early enough to get the word in or, you know, whatever the excuse was. Um, and it's just not fair and it's not uh, a good good way to, to live. You know, we need to make sure that we are doing our best to, to stay out of laziness and to keep our minds focused and move ahead every day with a, a a refreshed outlook on things and to fill up our energy and to fill our spirit. So, um, like I said, I just wanted to share that with you guys because I'm sure that it's happened to so many people. So I just wanted to share that story, offer some encouragement and some some words of wisdom, if you would say. Um, so for today, I wanted to discuss, um, discuss, sorry, three different topics. And, um, the first one might raise some alarms for some people or, you know, it might, um, it might come off a certain way to some people. So I do want to do my best in explaining it and also just, again, like I said in, in the beginning of this podcast, that these are just my personal beliefs, and this is where I'm at in my relationship with God. It doesn't mean that, you know, this is the this is the only way to perceive things. You know, I I can't judge how people have their relationship with God, or or I can't judge how they walk in their faith. Everyone has their own relationship with God. I just wanted to share some ideas with you guys. Um, so the first category or topic is prayer. And so this is what I what I have for you guys today. There is a right and a wrong way to pray. Now, I'm sure just with that sentence alone, some people might take that as a form of judgment. Um, like I said, I'm not judging anyone, and I'm not saying that, you know, if some if I hear someone praying and I and I disagree with with what they're saying or something, I would never judge anyone, and I would never, you know, call anyone out. Um, that's between them and and God. You know, what I'm saying is that here here's the main example. God has already granted us everything that we need. So we shouldn't be asking for anything. 
what we really should be doing is claiming it. Asking God to forgive us is unnecessary because we have already been forgiven. You know, it's it's okay to feel bad for, for our sins, but we don't need to ask to be forgiven. It's already been done. God has already forgiven every sin that we have committed, will commit, and are currently committing, past, present, future. So when we come to him and we bring our sins to his attention, he doesn't see the sins. There's there's nothing there. You know, Jesus has covered our sins with his blood. And so that's how God sees it. So for us to bring our sins to God, it's saying basically like, God, what Jesus did didn't cover this sin. This sin that I just did, it, it, it wasn't covered by the blood of Jesus. And that's just wrong. It's it's not the, the way to go about it. Um, we should definitely feel the conviction of our sins. At, le- at least, again, that's my personal p- opinion. You know, we have to have a sensitivity to our sins. And I'll talk about that later on as well. But, um, you know, asking God for forgiveness for our sins, it just, it's unnecessary. You know, we just need to come to God and claim the wisdom that we need to not continue to fall into those those entrapments of sin. And, um, you know, we need to ask, we need to remember to, to claim strength to overcome the enemy and, and to close all those doors that we leave open to the enemy and, and his attacks. Um, another thing personally for me is when it comes to prayer is that I used to, I used to think that, you know, you could only really pray if, and have a real, real moment of prayer and interaction with God if you were, if you were in the church, you know, you had to be in church in order to, to be in the presence of God. But I've come to learn that, that that's not true at all. Um, I'm sure a lot of you already know this, but I just felt that it would get the prayer to God easier or quicker if I was in a specific place or maybe even in my, in my own home, you know, I would feel like, okay, well, if I'm going to be praying at home, I need to be in my own room, you know, no distractions. And that's how this prayer is going to be better. Um, and, and that's fine. That's totally, it's it's awesome to, to have a designated prayer area and a place where you feel comfortable, where you could just really, you know, really um, send your thoughts and prayers up to God and, and talk to him. Um, but at the end of the day, that's that's what prayer really is, is, is a conversation with God. And, um, you know, I'm constantly praying throughout the day. You know, I pray when I'm at home, relaxing, just in my room. I, I'll just start praying excuse me, or I'll pray in my car on my way to work a lot of the time. Um, you know, I'll pray 
while I'm walking to work or walking home from work or wherever the case, wherever I might be and whatever the case may be, I'm, I'm always in a, in a, in a mindset of prayer, I guess you could say to the point where, you know, I, I feel that I don't need to be anywhere specific in order for me to have a conversation with, with God. Um, and this is really helpful. This is something really, really good to know because, you know, some people limit themselves to praying only at church or only on Sundays or only before meals, you know, and you should pray at all those times, but it shouldn't be, prayer shouldn't be confined to those categories and to those places and those times. Um, prayer should be something that's constant in our lives. Um, you know, it, it, it only fortifies our relationship with God. And that's something that we all need, you know, especially in these times for sure. Um, there's no, you know, desirable length of prayer either. You know, I used to feel bad because sometimes maybe I would pray for maybe like a minute or less sometimes. And I would be like, man, you know, like what else can I fit in here? Um, if you have that, that mindset of that, you need to fill your prayer with, with things that's already the wrong way to go about doing it because now you're just doing it just to do it and you're throwing things in there that you're not really feeling and it's not something that's coming from within your heart. Um, you know, if you want to just shoot a quick prayer up and say something really quick and, you know, if something caught your eye or something just came to your mind and, and you said, oh man, you know, God, can you please do this, blah, 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 whatever the prayer is, it's totally fine, you know, and it is good to, to have, um, it's, it's also good to, to really have those, those long moments of prayer as well, to just be centered in the spirit and, and just allow yourself to just speak and, and talk to him directly and come to him with boldness and with courage and, and share everything that you're feeling. Um, the next topic is worship. So this is something else that I, I struggled with for a while. And so, um, I used to feel that, uh, worship was very, very, how do I say it? I I used to keep worship in a box, similar, very similar to how I, I perceived prayer And so with worship, you know, I always felt like, oh, you know, like worship has to be, I have to try to sing good or well, I have to try to sing well for God. You know, I, I, I would sometimes feel bad because I didn't know the words to some of the lyrics to, to, to worship songs. Um, and you know, that's, that's totally wrong. You know, God wants us to worship him in our own way, you know, as long as we have the the ability to worship, we should be worshiping. And so we don't have to necessarily sing the, the songs that, that we know, you know, it's great. If you know, worship songs, great. That's awesome. You know, God loves to hear those, but I'll tell you something personally for me. Um, 
sometimes I just create songs out of thin air, you know, especially when I'm driving in my car. Um, you know, I'll just start singing and making up my own lyrics and melodies and just singing to God and just thanking him and worshiping him. And God loves that way more than us, you know, struggling to to remember lyrics to a certain song because we because we feel like that song is better than something that that we could do. Um, you know, God looks for for intentions and he looks for creativity and he looks for what we do with our hearts. You know, if, if your heart is in it and you're doing your best to to offer worship to God, um, God is going to love that. He 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 sees what we're trying to do and he acknowledges it and he loves it. Um, so don't limit yourself just because you feel like you can't carry a, a tune very well. Um, you know, it, it all reaches God's ears the same way. Um, also, singing is not the only form of worship either. Um, any type of acknowledgement of God's glory and holiness is a form of worship. You don't have to know all the words to a song. Just lift up your hands. You could even hum a melody to a song that you know. And and God sees behind that. God is all-knowing. And so he's going to know what, what that you're trying. He's going to know that you're trying to worship him. And he's going to see that as an act of worship. So don't limit yourself just because of, you know, the fact that you aren't as talented as some other singers. Um, the last category that I wanted to, to, to cover is reading the word. So like I said before, um, you know, I used to have uh, a set schedule for reading the word and then it ended up losing um, interest to me and, and all that. So what I've come to, to, to find, though, is that studying the Bible is incredibly important. I've learned a lot in the past three months by studying the word and taking notes. Um, I wanted to tell you guys that I have the Life Application Study Bible in the New International Version. (coughs) Excuse me. And um, this Bible is amazing. I highly, highly, highly recommend it. Once again, it's the Life Application Study Bible. Um, this Bible is just so great, um, because it breaks down every single chapter that that's in the Bible. It breaks it down, um, you know, in chunks of verses just so that it's a little bit easier to understand, you know, what's being said and how we could apply it to our lives today. And so I, I really recommend this Bible or a Bible like it. Because I used to read the Bible and I would just, I would be lost by the time I finished the chapter. I would just feel like, okay, I don't, I don't really understand what I just read, you know. Um, sometimes I'd go back and, and reread it. Um, or sometimes I would just push forward and, and I would be like, okay, well, let's just get to the next chapter. And that's not how it should be. Um, 
So with this Bible, I'm able to pause after every chapter and I go to the bottom of the page and I read the notes and, you know, I, I give myself time to actually consume the word and to think about it and meditate on it and study it. And then I write notes um, for myself. Sometimes I'll take the note directly from the notes that are at the bottom of the Bible or I'll create my own notes or it'll be a mixture of the two. But making notes as you're reading is definitely something that I recommend as well. Um, just because it, it definitely shows that you're actually reading it and not just reading it for the sake of reading it, but you're also reading it to understand it and to to build your, your knowledge of the word. Um, you know, the word is our sword. It's the way that we're going to be able to, to um, represent God. And, you know, we can't really witness to other people if we don't understand ourselves what we're witnessing about. Um, I wanted to share some, some of my notes. They're from Ezekiel, um, towards the end. I think it's, I forgot what chapters it was. Let me go back and check. Um, these notes are from Ezekiel chapter 36 through 42. And I just wanted to go through, read them and, and discuss them really quick. So, um... Let's go. So God has always been a God of justice. Although it may seem like the world is in balance and unfair, ultimately, God will make sure to correct the balance one, once and for all. It's difficult for us to put our faith into the future sometimes. As humans, we're constantly looking for the here and now factors of life. But we need to ignore our flesh and lean into our hearts which are made new by God in our salvation and strengthened by the word and the Holy Spirit. So that's, um, that's very true. Um, you know, it's, it's really, it's not really difficult. It's difficult at times for us to see all the stuff that's going on in the world, especially now and see just how how many people are living in sin and and they just don't care and it it just doesn't seem fair right it seems like the world is just getting worse and worse and <clears throat> excuse me and i i believe i talked about this last episode as well um but we can't allow ourselves to get into a uh, feeling like there's just no hope or just feeling sad about everything. We need to always remember that ultimately, no matter what is going on right now, that we need to, like I said, put our faith into the future because that's where that's where our victory is going to be. It, it, of course, you know, it's hard to see the finish line when you're in the middle of the race, right? You know, it, when you're just tired and you feel weak, it's really hard to, to imagine that finish line. But if you could do it, 
then you could find peace and you could find an extra sense of strength to push you to reach that finish line. And so no matter what's going on in the world around us, no matter how much evil seems to just be ruling right now, it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, when all is said and done, God is going to make sure that victory comes to those who believe in him. So we need to hold on to that. Um, and then as believers, we hold the responsibility of representing God and all that he represents. We have to remain faithful, especially now in these times. Living in fear of this virus, it's just going against what's said in the word. Now, I'm not making light of the situation or, or what's going on in the world. What I'm saying is that the spirit of fear is not of God. It's perfectly okay, however, to be concerned for others who either maybe don't believe or whose faith is not as strong as, as yours or mine. Um, you know, we need to build those people up. And for those who don't believe at all, it's, it's a perfect time to demonstrate our courage. And by living in courage, it's more than likely, especially right now, it's probably going to, you know, make those people come to us and say, hey, you know, like, how are you living in such a bold way? We can take this opportunity to witness to them and explain to them how our, our mindset is different from theirs and why we're able to have a different outlook on this whole thing. And that's just an amazing opportunity. This is this is an amazing opportunity, like it or not, you know, despite what 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 everyone is saying, this is an amazing opportunity to reach people because right now a lot of people are scared. A lot of people are interested in God and and you know, we can't judge them if the the only reason that they're you know, interested or concerned about God is because of the virus. It doesn't matter why. We just need to take this opportunity and strengthen that interest. Um, the last of my notes here. Um, when we come to truly understand that salvation has offered us forgiveness for all of our sin. This is, goes back to what I was speaking to before. A lack of sensitivity to our sin could build up this isn't the direction we should be going in some people rely on the promise of forgiveness of their sins in order for them to find compromises to the way they live and their thoughts and their actions they don't feel as bad about their sin because when they start to feel the conviction they remember that their sin is already forgiven so just like I was talking about earlier, I know this might seem like it's it's contradictory to what I was saying earlier, but what I'm saying is that there's a fine line between understanding what our salvation gives us and brings us and finding a comfort, uh, a comfort in that, and then 
there's a line that separates that from twisting that knowledge to our own advantage and selfish desires. So, while it's it, we should find comfort in knowing that all of our sins have been wiped clean and we are clean to, in God's eyes, we can't use that as an excuse or a reason to continue living in sin. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, my next section of notes um, says there may be people in our lives who seem so far gone that we consider all hope lost on them. People who are stubborn and stuck in their own ways and beliefs. These people who we have tried to reach for years. Their spirits seem dry or are dry. But God can reach deeper than we could ever imagine. God can touch their hearts and cause their spirits to stir. We shouldn't lose hope for these people. We need to continue praying for them and continue offering our friendship and just continue witnessing. Um, you know, just as earlier in the book of Ezekiel, God even God knows this and he understands this about people. Um, he even said this about his chosen people of Israel. He told Ezekiel to witness to the people no matter what, even though he knew that they weren't going to listen to him. So he told Ezekiel to be just as stubborn as they are. So just as stubborn as, as some of these people are in our lives that are stuck in their own ways and their own beliefs, we need to be just as stubborn and meet stubborn with stubborn. Um, that's the only way that we're going to be able to continue to, to push um, God's message forward and to, and to bring the gospel to life and continue to bring it to life and bring it into the light. As believers, we will come across times where people will ridicule and mock us for our faith. We might even be attacked and judged. Personally, I've had this happen to me a lot of times, and I'm not too proud to tell you that I didn't represent God as best as I could in those situations. I've had a lot of times, especially in my new workplace, um, where religion or faith or, or things of that nature have come up and you know it's it's kind of hard to 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 admit but I wasn't a good representation of Christ and my belief um you know people have said People have said things about, about God or Jesus that, you know, totally go against my beliefs. And I stood there quietly and I didn't say anything back or I didn't, um, I didn't even leave the room. Sometimes I even, um, not necessarily went along with it, but even just by not saying anything, you're, you're basically going along with it, um, 
and you know it's it's shameful to 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 have people say things about my God and and about Jesus Christ that that are just so not true and you know these are people that are just lost and instead of taking that opportunity to to not necessarily correct them um because it doesn't always have to be about correction i could have just easily just you know explained my beliefs and and shared my own thoughts because if you you have to look at it like this right um if people are able to to express their thoughts about how they don't believe in god or or Jesus Christ didn't exist, or he wasn't who everyone said, whatever they wanted to say, right? If those people are allowed to say freely what they believe, then by all means, we are within our rights to share our beliefs. Once that door is opened, you know, that's that's something that, that, that you sh- we should really think about. Um, because I know it, it's... it's um, there, there are policies for workplaces and, and even some schools where you're not allowed to discuss religion. And so this is a perfect way to, to, to bypass that. Because if, if someone brings it up, someone else brings it up, especially someone, you know, who's, who's looked at as a leader and they, they give their thoughts on on their on beliefs and faiths and all that, then that's just an open door for you to stand up and say, oh, okay, well, you know, I, I I see that you're talking about, you know, God or, or Jesus Christ or whatever it is. So if you're talking about it, that means that I'm able to talk about it. So let me share with you my beliefs and let me explain my side of things. And, and you know, maybe we could have a discussion about it. And that's the best way to, to go about it. You know, don't, I'm not going to tell you what to do, but I, I would just say, you know, I would hope that you wouldn't um, do what I did and just sit there quietly or, or, you know, not really do your best to represent God is what I'm saying. Um... You know, we just we have to be ready to stand up, not for ourselves, but for God. You know, when people laugh at us and try to 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 bring us down, we need to build them up in love, and we need to stick to our faith. Don't allow yourself to get caught up in losing friends or loved ones because of your faith. You know, in God, we have the very best friend we could ever wish for. And we also have a father who loves us unconditionally. His love is way more than enough to cover us with comfort and peace. I hope that this episode reaches you well. And I hope that, again, you know, you you take some time to, to, to think about, you know, the things that I covered. And as always... You know, I welcome feedback. If you guys want to reach out to me, again, my email address is jsanchez0889 
at AOL.com. Um, you know, if you guys want to have a conversation about anything, if you guys have any insights or if you guys need any prayer, please reach out to me. Um, you know, I, I'm really, really excited about this podcast still. And, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to to seeing the growth happen from, you know, this episode to episode 30, episode 60, episode 90, all the way up. You know, I, I'm I'm here to to provide, you know, just another voice and hopefully it helps anyone. Um, so God bless you. Thank you again for tuning in. I really appreciate your time. Thank you again. See you on the next one.